Tuesdays for Hope with New Directions right now on The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. It is 9.39 on The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Tuesday mornings always brings in CEO of New Directions for our Tuesdays for Hope segment. She's joining us and she brought a special guest today. Hey, good morning, Liz. Good morning. So tell us what is going on in the world of New Directions. Anything you want to update us on? You know, um, there there are always things going on at New Directions, and um, as the weather person just said, uh, <laughs> we are we are going to be on Code Blue tonight at okay. our women's shelter and men's shelter. It is going to be cold, and it is starting already. Mm. So okay, um, yeah. So that's probably the biggest thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, over the edge behind us, so yeah. nobody has to hear about that for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, and and when I've you got... book next year's, keep it away for the from the end of the month of February. I think it's going to be in the fall. Okay, I believe we're going to do it in September. Okay, so this that's what this coming September? No. Oh no. Okay, we're going like to wait. A, we're going to wait a full year. Okay. So. Okay. I'll be there then. All right. Very very good. We are we are looking at moving our compassion through fashion event into the. February dates where we don't have to worry about the weather as much mm-hmm. and where we can do over the edge when it's a little bit warmer. Yeah, that makes a nice flip-flop. Sounds good. All right. Well, joining us uh, this morning, we have Shirley Williams. Now, you you met Shirley. Give us a little background about when you met Shirley. So, I actually met Shirley mm, a little over a year ago in January. It was It was at our women's shelter when we were expecting ice. We had an ice storm that weekend, and and I had gone over to talk to the women about what Code Blue was going to look like, and um, and Shirley was a new client at our women's shelter, and um, and I, I just have to tell you that we talk all the time about the fact that statistics have shown for a number of years that one in three Americans is less than three paychecks away from being homeless. It can happen to anyone. Mm. And I think Shirley is a is a prime example of that. Shirley has a, a long um, productive career in a lot of different areas and she's going to tell you a little more about her story. Yeah, well, I you know, welcome to the show, Shirley. Thank you, Liz. Appreciate um, it very much. We are happy to have you here. Now, I the reason why I I you know, I'm kind of surprised is basically what uh, Kathy said that not only um, are you looking to help people that are going through the similar situation that you've been through? And we'll get more about that in a moment. But you are a retired federal employee, retired insurance and mortgage loan officer yet. And you are working currently, yet you found yourself homeless um, at the age of 70. How did that happen? Being able to um, when you're in the government. You don't expect to you expect to work there thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up working for USDA, VA, and Veterans Benefit Administration. Mm-hmm. And so, working with USDA in Alabama, I loved what I did. But I went through a domestic divorce. Never expected that to happen in my life. And so, I actually moved closer to my children here in the state. And I ended up um, not used to the high cost of living here in. Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. South Carolina. And I had lived in Tennessee and Alabama, which is a lower cost where I was at. And so all of a sudden I found myself not being able to afford the rent, 
situation here mm-hmm. with between a thousand and two thousand. The housing cost uh, in this area is between two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand for homes, and living on Social Security and a little tiny pension from the government and working at a uh, at minimum wage for a drugstore, mm-hmm. I ended up going, oh, my gosh, I can't afford to live here. Right. I can hardly even afford to go to the grocery. Grocery stores, when you go now, it's like I can't even afford to buy food. Wow. And that's There scary. are so many people that are in your situation. Yes. So when you came here and, and your kids are, are in this area or in the state? Somewhere? They're in the state, yes. Okay. Um, what what were they thinking? Like, what? How were they trying to help you or... I mean, they have their own problems, I'm sure. Yes, they, they're wonderful kids. But my situation was that um, with my health issues, I've got knee problems and other health issues. And they've got families. And so they didn't have room. And, mm-hmm. um, and my daughter's an ICU nurse. Fantastic. Her and her husband, they have two little ones. So they're always gone. And so and I've got all my supplies, my uh, storage unit with all my furniture. And so I'm so independent, have always owned my own home Mm -hmm. or leased. And so now I'm in a situation I can't afford and I didn't want to impose on their families. Right. I understand. And and that's really hard for a parent, um, you know, to say to their kids, hey, I need your help. You know, there's a sense of you're still the parent, you know. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, in looking back, I mean, was there any any part where you think things went awry? I mean, should you have done something differently while you were married in order and just in case that something like this happened? Because I think a lot of people and we've talked about this, actually, Nick and I were talking about it last week. And I was kind of driving the point home that women really need to be independent financially is really important because you just never know what's going to happen. Did you feel that you weren't prepared to be alone, God forbid, anything? That's 100% correct. I did not expect to be in the situation that I was. I married someone that had major mental health issues and was abusive, had Mm. no idea, Um, and he was um, presenting himself where I thought he was just the perfect guy, like Mm -hmm. a lot of us women do. And so what ended up happening is getting into the marriage and relationship, other things happened, and so I we. Um, I chose to divorce the mm-hmm. situation because it was, it was very volatile and it was very unhealthy. And you had no choice. And now you ended up in a position like that. Now, tell us how it came about that you ended up um, reaching out to New Directions. Actually, a church friend actually told me because I was it was about a Christmas about a year, a year and a half ago. Um, and it was right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And a church person actually told me about the New Directions program. I was thankful. Um, one of the uh, the case managers, when I called up there and I asked, and she said, come on in. And I was just so elated because I didn't know exactly what I was going into, but I read research about them. And I felt, oh my goodness, if I could just have a bed, a place to be able to lay my head and being able to not be in fear. Where were you living prior to this? Like what Actually, I was living in Conway, but I end up actually living in my car for a little bit, mm. and at Christmas time, and it being cold, um, and I was so devastated. Never expected, so independent, and uh, not knowing where to go and what to do next. And that's what a lot wow. of women end up having is when a traumatic situation happens. 
it's like hopeless and helpless and yeah. being able to have new directions accept me into their program and being able to um it's for normally four women to a room um it was it just left such a burden off my shoulders mm. and how grateful I am for them and for their program. That's amazing. Um, we're speaking with Shirley Williams and she's um, been through the program at New Directions at the at the women's shelter. And I, I, I feel like um, I can't even imagine the moments that you're living in a car and you just feel like, where am I going to go tomorrow? What am I going to do? It's going to be cold. What, I, I just can't even imagine how that's scary to stay in your car all night. It was horrible. Yeah. And being cold, but the most... Probably never got a wink of sleep, I'll tell you that. Yes, that that is 100% correct. Mm-hmm. But I think more is the devastation at, right at holidays and um, not knowing what to do and where to go and not being, wanting Did to be a Did other burden. people know in your life that that was happening? I kept things pretty private. Yeah. Yes. Seems like you're the type of person that has a lot of pride and, you know, that's great. But you were able to find someplace that... Um, you could reach out to that would give you that, that can help you and keep, you can feel like you're keeping your dignity. Well, I think instead of saying pride, I actually say, um, uh, didn't know what programs were available. Mm -hmm. Just had moved here from Tennessee area, um, retired from my job and I didn't expect to financially be in such a hardship. Mm-hmm. And so l- looking and seeing how much it cost for, like I mentioned before, the apartments, um, didn't even know about the USDA program, which I've recently pri- applied for and have been approved. Um, I was said, I can't afford to live here. Right. And so what ended up happening is that being able to find out about the New Directions program gave me not only peace, but allowed me to be able to be, have less one burden in concentrating on getting a and job. And then that's what they say. It's a landing spot to help yes. you really do what you need to do. So you got yourself a job and um, you just mentioned the USDA program. Um, tell us about how that helped you. And then we can talk about what you're going to do for others. Thank you. Matter of fact, as I used to be a USDA loan officer for Alabama and for Huntsville and uh, six counties and six tribes. So I've always been independent, loved working with the federal government. I ended up um, knowing the program and how the program works. Um, I knew I love being able to share with a lot of people uh, that are low to very low co- low income, how, how the program works. So knowing this program, I applied for it about last year. Wonderful um, employees in the Florence area. It's for community, for rural uh, community, for looking for a home to purchase. And so I was just recently approved for 287000 um, for 38 years. Well, I'm not going to get a home that's that expensive. In the new directions, they have part of the program is for an apartments that you pay a small amount for a year. So I'm, I've learned not only to have an apartment, saving back the money, but the most important thing is you don't need much. You just need a place to lay your head. They've given such love and kindness and compassion, which I will always eternally mm. be very grateful for. And so now I'm looking for a house that can be able to be small, affordable because living on social security is just not enough Mm -hmm. and so and i'm 70 so am i going to be working at 80 i probably will be as much as i can because of the economy and so i'm looking forward to be able to have my own place and be able to settle down and not have to worry about what's going to happen next Mm -hmm. and affordability is the most important thing it keeps so small okay so what's the plan so what is the price range you're looking for and then 
do they pay for the house? And then you have to pay, of course, for all the utilities and all that. Like, just explain that a little bit more. You're actually paying a house payment. You're paying that for the program is 38 years. My income is so low, I qualify for a subsidy. And I didn't even know that they had that. So that's one thing is exciting is that even on my Social Security and thinking down the road now, I'm 75, 80, I'm not being able to work. I can be able to li- live on a smaller budget and be able to survive. What on that program is that, um, and I'm super careful on budgeting. My concern was specifically, I knew I qualify for 287000 with 1228 per month. Well, I only get a certain amount for Social Security, and so I said to myself, what you ask about what, how much would I be able to afford? With the realtor and I, we figured out probably no house that's more than 150000 Um, So if all of a sudden I'm not working, I can afford a $500 a month payment. And mm-hmm. they are subsidized, so that's going to help me not worry about am I going to lose a house if all of a sudden I don't have a job. So I was able to, we're looking in that low amount because I don't need a big house. It makes house. sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where are you looking? Actually, I've looked all over the area. I've looked for Dillon, Loris, um, Conway. I can, Myrtle Beach does not qualify. Socrates, the larger areas, that does not qualify. So it's actually, you would think that it would be quite simple to be able to find a house that I can be able to afford. It's not because of the cost of um, housing prices going up so high recently. And to me, it's staggering. The people that live here locally, how can they be able to afford to mm-hmm. continue um, with the high costs? And I said to myself, it's okay. Looking at my age, looking at my health, I know that I've got to have a house that's small. So I'm actually, we're looking for a small home. Mm-hmm. And that, um, and it has bedroom. to be in a certain area, like yes. you were saying. There are parts of the, so if you go on to USDA.gov, is it, you can actually look at maps, right? And they have like areas where these Qualifying. houses that would qualify. Yes. Very interesting. Now, um, you are interested in helping other people navigate through this process. Um, how long did it take for you to go through the process? It's been about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with VA and VBA Veterans Benefit Administration. So this is also working with this, uh, being able to help our community, those men and women, but especially women. You've been helping them. I, I've helped veterans to be able to refile for their wow. benefits um, at no cost. And then for working with the USDA, again, I do it for no cost just to be able to help them and families, especially like single mothers that have children, how to be able to qualify for the program and be able to have a home so they can feel secure and know that their family is going to be safe. Absolutely. Now, um, Kathy, at New Directions, were you aware of this program and you Not connect. until I met Shirley. Get out of here. So the first time I met her, she was talking about um, the different things that she had done in her life and how she would really like to um, share and mm-hmm. um, and be able to help other people and felt like there was a great opportunity ahead. For that's other, for that's herself, amazing. For others. So, and, and we just have a minute left here. What do you plan on doing? How are you joining forces and helping each other now? Well, we are certainly very excited for Shirley and can't wait for her to be able to find a place. But um, we are going to be spending more time with her and better understanding this program so that we can help share with others. And she has has offered to go out and advocate. Well, Shirley, we wish you the best. I'm so happy for you. Um, You have a beautiful 
spirit around you, and and it's just so wonderful to meet you. And um, I'm I'm sorry what you've gone through, but I I'm so glad you found all of this, and I I I'm excited that you're going to be sharing it with so many people. I'm sure we we have a lot of people here reaching out already. Oh yeah, it's a great idea. You should get in touch with Scott Dulabon, Veterans Welcome Home and Resource Center, because a lot of what you did mm-hmm. for a career is what they're currently doing as well. I bet you that would be a place for you to work. I would love to. I'm yeah, serious. Helping yeah. vets constantly, yeah. every day. So, um, so yeah, we'll definitely make that connection for you. Best of luck. I can't wait to see where you pick. Thank you, Liz. Yeah. Thank you so much, all. Shirley Williams, and of course, um, the uh, CEO of New Directions, Kathy Jenkins. Thank you so much for another day of hope. Thanks, we feel Liz. good. This is a great good. one. All right. We'll, we'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. We'll be back here Wednesday morning. Bye, Lizzie. Bye, Nikki. Thanks for listening to The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Glenn Beck is up next on Talk 94.5.